Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Mercer grins and looks at uh, Esther and goes, I was a good dragonborn. Man, why are you Oh my gosh. Forge of the Dragon Lord, our party embarks on the most traditional of adventures, raiding the lair of a powerful and ferocious dragon. But this is no ordinary dragon, and the Vault of Embers is no ordinary lair. Dragons are ferocious and greedy creatures, red dragons doubly so, protective and vengeful in the extreme, plundering a red dragon's lair is a task reserved for only the bravest or most foolhardy. Within the Golden Archipelago, dwells not just one, but dozens of red dragons, including the vengeance-crazed Pyre. From within his lair, the Vault of Embers, he assembles an army of dragonborn and war golems. When his plans are complete, he will unleash his army upon the Dragon Queen, who crippled his wings long ago. The party will need all of their wit and skill to infiltrate the vault and defeat the maddened dragon, for only the incomparable heat of Pyre's forge will allow them to melt away the adamantine shell of the fallen star and unlock the secret hidden within. Alright. Um... Before I do anything else. Oh, um, also, as Mercer starts walking, he stops for a second and goes, Zvek, front center. All right, let's go. And then he puts his hand into his little side pouch, and he's going to constantly have his hand on the, um, uh, the compass, Mm -hmm. and he's going to use, uh, detect magic. I need a wisdom saving throw. Is this a magic related? You're using the compass, so yes. I have advantage. How does a 18 suit you? It suits me good enough for you to take two points psychic damage as the spell goes away and you are almost blinded. Everything's magic. Everything is magic. You alright, man? Uh, small headache. Long story short, not every single piece of this and that from floor to ceiling is magical, but there's enough magic going on in the whole vault. It's impossible for you to keep that spell up and running without the risk of hurting yourself. So in this room, currently where we're at, how many magical items did I see in there? You didn't see anything in that room. Okay, because it's only a 30-foot radius. Yeah, that's bigger than 30 feet. Okay. <coughs> well, okay, so I take it back. You didn't take the two points. You didn't see anything magical there, but you said you were going to have it continuously. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. So if you do decide to continue pressing with that, as soon as you guys start to come down this hallway into here... That's fine, I'll take... Yeah. That's when it hits so you. So like, basically ah. I'm going to... Each room we get into is when I'm going to use it. All right. <coughs> All right, before I go any further, I'm just going to go ahead and bring this up now. 
home. So I'm ready for it. Are there any like small bags in here in this this current room we're in? Small bag, like just a basic five pound bag or something? Like I'm looking like for a small like leather, basically water sealable bag. Like a small little leather pouch that looks like it can hold water without leaking. So a water skin? Uh, I mean technically it'd be smaller than a water skin, but if there's a water skin, they'll take it. Hi, hello. Hi. 14, yeah, we'll say you find one sitting halfway underneath one of the guys' beds. Perfect, he grabs it, he dumps it out, he reaches into his bag, mm -hmm. pulls out, uh... He pulls out his four vials of abolith poison. Four vials of abolith mm -hmm. poison. Okay. He uh, opens one, dumps it into the water skin. Mm-hmm. Does it do anything? Into the water skin? Yeah. Like, does do... I mean, it shouldn't be acidic, so it should hold in the water skin just fine. We're talking about that... that uh, the, the miasma cloud thing? Yep, yep. The one where uh, causes target to be poisoned takes additional damage per hit. That good stuff. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't do anything when you pour it into the water skin. Cool. So, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all four vials. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dump it into the water skin, which really, in the grand scheme of things, shouldn't really fill it up all that much. No, it doesn't. And then he's going to take some of his Bex rope, mm -hmm. and he's going to take his mithril spear. Stick it into the water skin and leave it to where the point just isn't at the like the tip, so it's not actually going to poke through the water skin yet. Okay. And he's going to take rope and lash it to where he now has a abolith poison injector. So basically what's going to happen is, is when the the lovely spear gets catapulted mm -hmm. on target, it's going to impale into said target with poison all over the spear tip. Okay. You know, as, an act as part of an action, you can just apply a thing of poison to a weapon, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's one of these things, I'm, you know, it's kind of like in my head I'm thinking... Got four vials. They're all percolating together on the uh, on the spear. It's gonna be nasty when he decides to use it, and then puts it back into his bag. The bag of holding. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me go back to this real quick. Boom. Okay. Just giving you kind of a heads up of what I plan on doing. All right. So that way, you, so that way you don't be like, "Wait, what?" You already know what I've done. Okay. I will be ready for that. On the off chance that I get caught up in all of this. Yes. Just like Cliff Notes remind me of that. That's fine. All right. All right. So something I am going to point out before you guys start exploring this whole area. Mm -hmm. 
because of all the chaos that the kobolds are causing, mm -hmm. there is the potential for random hazards to occur. Oh, yep. boy. At various times, I'm going to roll a d20, and depending on what I roll, will determine whether or not you come across some sort of sign of a conflict of some sort. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, I will roll to find out what that conflict is. Got it. No guarantee that it'll happen every single time. There's no guarantee it'll happen even if I roll, but there is the potential for it. That's fine. Just because how crazy it's getting. Okay. You guys said you're gonna head down this hallway, right? Yep, that's where he said to go. Alright. You and you're all obviously staying together. Mm -hmm. What order are we all going in? Zebek is in the front. Mm -hmm. Um uh, just for namesake. Um Lockdown insists on being up front with Zabak. That's perfectly oh. fine. Then Mercer and Celine. And Esther tailing up the... Uh, yes, even though she wants to be next to Lockdown. Alright, so as you guys get up to this point... Of course. table for signs of conflict mm -hmm. up in the corner it says d8 but then it only gives a one through six options okay so seven eight nothing happened i would guess so you guys are lucky there was supposedly a sign of conflict but it was nothing it faded thank god i thought i rolled the worst possible uh result which says roll twice on this table ignoring the first result so re-roll and then roll again. Mm -hmm. But that's on a six, not on an eight. Cool. So you guys heard something thinking it was going to be some sort of sign of conflict, and to your amazement, it was not. Um, moving forward, we're going to somewhat treat this, unless we go into combat, we're going to treat this like it's combat. So each turn or each round, you guys tell me what you're going to do for each round. That way, it's not like, okay, you're in the hallway. Okay, well, we move up. Uh, okay, now what? Well, we keep up. No, I mean, if we're in the hallway, that's what we're going to do. I mean, right. it's not until we get to a room that we're going to do anything unless we run into something. Yeah. I mean, just to be... As you come down this hallway, you start to hear echoing sounds um, that sound like steel working on steel, so somewhat factory-like. Just... You hear the sounds of roaring fire just constantly burning. You hear what sounds like steam-powered this and that moving around. You get up to right here. And you come into a chamber that was used to store and produce war golems and other weaponry. A large machine for producing golems dominates the room, whirring and shaking as it turn, churns out the constructs. Kobolds have sabotaged it to endlessly produce golems that are hostile to everyone but themselves. Wow. As you have arrived, there has just been a brutal fight between the golems and Pyre's forces. Dead dragonborn and destroyed golems litter the floor. There are currently three war golems which spot you on approach. Oh, no. 
Boom. Whoop. There. There. That's not a poem. There it is. And there. So, it's not a surprise round, but you guys do go into initiative. Oh. These cobalts failed us. Well, they sabotaged it, and it's now endlessly producing them. So even though they destroyed a bunch of them, it's still making more. Correct. But they made them hostile towards everyone except that's for... Just, that's just... Yeah. They screwed with the machine, and that's just the result that happened. Poor programming. Yeah, man. <laughs> <coughs> All right. They should have made them hostile to pyres. All right. So we could go unimpeded. I'm going to put that there. Where did my... There it is. There's my marker. My eraser. Alright. Him, that's not the crown dice. <laughs> well, he ain't. Uh, Don certainly isn't doing any good. Um, what did Esther get? Esther got an eleven. Okay, I'm going to give it to Esther to go before the uh, golems do. What did Mercer oh, get? Nice. 14. Zabak? Zabak got a dirty 20. And Selene? 12. Okay. Alright, so Zabak. Uh, Mercer. Then Selene. Then Esther. Then the golems. And tailing up the end will be locked on. So, uh, Zabak, what you doing? Alright. Rage. Move up to recklessly attack Mr. Guy directly in front of her. Alright. Reckless attack. Which one are you going after? Straight in front of her. Straight in front. So you move right up to here. Mm, 19 to hit, man. All right, that's a hit. I guess it is. Oh, man. Seven points of damage. All right. And for my second attack. Hang on. You said seven points? Does a 15 hit? Um, no. Mm. It does not. Whiff. Okay. Alright, that's it then. Alright. Mercer? Uh, he is going to shift in, use his action to summon his force cannon. Shift in, like, just five feet to right here. Yep, real quick, on blue. 
Um, bonus action force cannon. Okay. And that's going to be an amazing 12 and misses, yes. most likely, and moves back. All right. Well, you tried. Uh, Celine. Are these guys made out of metal? Does um, it appear to be metal? Yes, yes, they do. Cool. Um, so blue. Mm-hmm. Um, whoops, there we go. Spell book. I'm just looking to see if there's a save, but I'm not seeing it. So yeah, so blue mm -hmm. looks at it. Heat metal. Okay, you're gonna have to give me the description of that spell. So. <clears throat> Choosing a manufactured metal object, such as a metal weapon or suit of heavy or medium armor, in case it's armor, mm -hmm. um, that you can see within range, 60 feet, causes the object to glow red hot. Any creature phys in physical contact with that object takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast a spell. Until the spell ends, you can use your bonus action on each of your next turns to cause the damage again. If a creature is holding or wearing an object and takes the damage, Oh, um, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. If it doesn't drop the object, or if it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on the attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Oh. So basically, you're making this sucker SOL. Yes, okay. exactly. I, it's, yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so is there a save or an attack roll? So, it's, no, it's, it's, it's a concentration spell, and it automatically takes two because the creature in contact takes 2d8 fire damage immediately when you cast a spell and then um as a bonus action on my next turns i can cause the damage again <clears throat> and if the creature is holding or wearing the armor which it's wearing it makes a constitution saving throw to drop the object if it can if it can't then it has disadvantage on attack rolls and or ability checks until the start of its next or until the start of my next turn Okay. So it's going to take 11 points of fire damage. Alright. And then it has to make a constitution saving throw. Even though it can't drop itself. Six. So it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until it starts my turn. You need to remind me of that. Yep. That's on Mr. Blue. Alright. And she's maintaining her concentration on that. Yep. Okay. That was Celine Esther's turn. All right, we're gonna go. With... <coughs> yeah, I guess a level one missile. No, I think I'm down to cantrips now. No, right? we pressed it. We have. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right, level one magic missile. We'll just or no, level two. Level two. Yeah, we're gonna go with level two. Excuse me. 13 points of damage on Mr. Metal Boy. Which one? They're all metal. Well, the one in front of the back. Green. What, what did she do? Magic Missile. Okay, and she did how much? Uh, let me count it back up. 13 points. 13. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Alrighty. got two on the back, one on locked on. Uh, the two attacking the back both attempt to make slam attacks. No. And they get two slam attacks each. Oh man, this is bad. So the first slam attack from the guy she's been hitting. Uh, that's a 20 and a 21. Shit, yeah. So from that one, uh, nine points uh, bludgeoning total. Ouch. And then the second one, take it. Oh, you're raging. Right. So half four. And then the second one takes two slam attacks at you. And both of those miss unless your AC somehow dropped drastically. No. <laughs> and then the one on locked on has disadvantage. Okay. So first attack. Let me check one thing real quick for him. If he has a certain spell, he's going to use it. He does. Um, it almost hits him at the last second. He casts shield as a reaction and blocks it. Still roll a 15 at its lowest. And yeah. then the uh, set. Does the second attack also have all this? attacks okay. from it? Completely misses. As he now has an AC of. Uh, Till the start of uh, his next turn, he now has a plus five bonus to his AC, so he's damn near impossible to hit right now. Uh. <coughs> Celine kind of goes, huh, been wanting to use this spell for a while. Glad it finally works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then it's Lockdown's turn, and... Uh, Uh, let's see here. Oh, shoot. He is... <coughs> Just not a good spot to be in to do this. Crap. Sorry, Spike, you get barbecued. Man, this is bad. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Try not to kill me, man. 
Yeah, the good news is the path you took, you get resistance to magic, so. Yeah. <laughs> so if you make the save, you only take a quarter. True. Fail. I'm trying to think here which yeah. which direction does he want to go in this. Um, okay, so as an action, mm -hmm. he, uh, he quickly touches himself and casts Mage Armor. As a bonus action, he turns behind him, looks at um, at uh, Mercer and goes, I'm going to need your help. Puts his hand on Mercer's head and casts Dragon's Breath on Mercer. Mercer now has the ability to use an Ice Breath attack for one minute. Ah. Look, I, I'm Esther! Uh, man, he you would too! So it's going to be a 15-foot cone. It'll be ice damage. But it's an action, right? It'll be an action, yes. Cool, so he still has his bonus action. Cool, um, he likes that. And it's a dexterity saving throw with a DC of 15. Cool. And that's going to be... <coughs> that's going to be his turn. So... What did I see that do... Uh, that's what I was afraid of. So at the start of the round, you hear the machine start to get a little bit louder, and it goes, and you see another war golem get shot out. Where where's the machine at specifically? Right here. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like that look on your face. <laughs> Man. It is Zabak's turn. Alright. One round wasted on the breath. Okay, so the machine is the thing kicking out these guys. Mm-hmm. Worry about the golems, I got the machine. Alright. Wait a minute, what spells did he just cast? He cast Mage Armor and Dragon's Breath. Alright, she'll just go for <coughs> a regular old attack. And that's a 19 to hit. On uh, Mr. Directly in front of her. Hang on, give me a split second here. Uh, this is gonna suck. Yeah, I know. Alright, you swung on who for what? I swung on the one directly in front of me again. Okay. Right, for 19 points, or for 19 to hit. That's a hit. And that's gonna be. Ooh, yeah, buddy. That's gonna be 15 points of damage. He goes down, so I'm gonna replace him with this one so I can take the dice off. And he is gone. Nice. And now for my second attack, I'm going to swing over to the one right next to me, Mr. Orange Guy. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a 23 to hit. That's a hit. Dang it. That's only seven points of damage. Okay. Now, should Zabak perhaps move? Zabak can move. The question is, is how well do you know Mercer? The back knows Mercer pretty well. 
And she recognizes the fact that he's getting pretty antsy, so now she's going to back the heck up and just accept that Mr. Blue Guy will get an attack of opportunity. Oh, both of them will get an attack of yeah. opportunity. Well, how far do you back up? That's the real question. She's going to back up uh, as far right next to Esther so that Mercer can reach around her however he needs to and she's not in front of him. Okay, so one of them gets an attack of opportunity on you. Oh, you know. Because you're still within five feet of the second one. I know. Alrighty. Oh, that's not what I want to do. Come on, stop being stupid. Is that anvil actually there? Yes. Even better. That's a crit on his attack. Oh, no. So. And that's max damage. You take 14 points bludgeoning damage as you walk away. It goes. Bad touch. Bad doctor. Bad doctor. No. Bad robot. Hey, smack you on the rear as you went and went away. Hey. So I said bad touch. Okay, next. Uh, um, Mercer. Mercer moves up. Uh, see. So, 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, right in front of the anvil. Like, one, right, yep, right there, that's 20 feet. Okay, so that'll be an attack of opportunity from him. That's fine. And then he reaches into his bag. And uh, grabs the remaining uh, two light stones he has. Let me uh, roll the attack of opportunity. Real That's quick. fine. It just doesn't. I mean, so sixteen hit you? No. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, he reaches into his bag, grabs his last two light stones, mm-hmm. and chucks them into the forge. Oh, the last two pieces of glowstone. Uh huh. Man, this is bad. And so he uses the uh, anvil as a shield because he's short. Okay. Did I tell you it was a saving throw for those? Yeah. Okay. Make your uh, saving throw at a plus four because you're hiding behind the shield or behind the anvil. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I golden. Okay. Um, roll the uh, damage for both of the glowstones then. Okay. One, two. Did you actually throw them or did you catapult them? I threw them. Okay. For technically, I should have had you make a strength strength roll for that, but twelve, eighteen, twenty, twenty-six points of lightning damage in total. Yeah. Hey. It's still running, but you can see some blatant, obvious things of damage, like okay. it's on its last limb. Before then, he, it... then he pops back up. Bonus action. Force can. Boom. Roll to hit it. Come on, man. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. That's a hit. Seven more points of damage. That blast from the force cannon shuts it off. Yeah. You still have three golems in there. That's now, fine. Here's the kicker. Um, it'll be all three of the golems plus Mercer, because they're the only ones actually inside the room here. All need to give me dexterity saving throws. Hold on. I got I got total. I got to retotal this back up again, because um, I take half that damage. 
18, 20, 26, 13 points. From what? Would you, or would or you take does my save from the anvil protect me from the the lightning explosion? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. The anvil helped protect you slightly from the damage, but you did still take some of the damage. Okay, so does it? So then, would I essentially have "quote unquote" resistance and I'll only take a quarter because I was hiding behind the anvil? No, the anvil was what gave you the plus four to your saving. Okay, so, so yeah, you, I still I still take thirteen. Right. I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I still eat. I still eat some of that damage. All right, so I need a dex saving throw from you, and I got to roll for the three golems here. Is it magical in nature? No. Okay. Ooh, beautiful. It's gonna be a twenty-six. No, twenty-five. Twenty-five. All right. And a seventeen from them. So everybody makes it. Yay! That blast that shuts down the machine. You start to hear it as if it's trying to continue to go, mm-hmm. and you're hearing pressure build up, followed by a big. Oh crap! Well, if they didn't know we were here, they do now. Oh, they already know we're here. But on the flip side, Mercer is cackling maniacally. Yeah, of course you would be. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta get your rocks off, don't you? Hey, man, he just. Did you see the two explosions he just caused? Well, yeah. So he takes another 13 points of fire damage as that thing explodes and fire... Is that half? Out. Yeah, it's half. Good gravy. It was 27 when I rolled. And then I cut it in half. And then Mercy. they all take 13 points of damage. Uh, Mr. Blue has disadvantage. On what? On any ability check. That's a save. He takes a full 27 and he gets destroyed. <laughs> Mercer, yeah, Mercer is just cackling my net maniacally. Even though you watch as smoke is just rolling off of him. <laughs> Even Lockdown's looking at you, looks back at the other three and goes, Is he really that insane? Yeah, man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just don't, just, just accept it, because... It's just, it's easier. Oh, jeez. Okay. So this one's down to... Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was going to stain that. Yeah, yeah. don't use green. Green is bad for some reason on these maps. Is there any other color besides black that I can use on these? Uh, Blue is okay. Alright. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why green stains. And I think red stains too. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. So purple and blue I could use. I think so. Okay. Okay, so the one, the yellow one right behind Mercer is looking really, really bad. And the one in this corner isn't looking too terribly bad, but isn't looking perfect anymore. So that was Mercer's turn. <laughs> it is now Celine's turn. Uh, yeah. Uh, since her... Since the dude blew up, she no longer has... There's no concentration. Um, she's going to move up, and she's going to, like, basically pass, like, through Zebek diagonally, um, like, right up against the wall. Right here? And then move five feet up. Next to the anvil? Yep. And reach out and lay a hand on Mercer. Okay. As he's still laughing 
maniacally. Oh boy. Just like a <laughs> Look what I did! <laughs> oh he's just like <laughs> as he's holding his hands up in the air. Oh boy. You know, there's there's smart and then there's stupid smart. What'd you do? Mercer is stupid smart. Well, yeah. He does not always think things through very well. Um, oh, come on. Let's be honest here. He never thinks things through very well. Well, true. <laughs> um, she's going to cast this out as a second level spell. Okay. And that's going to be 2d8. <sighs> Eleven plus charisma modifier, so sixteen back. Um, yeah, for now. Uh, no, no bonus action healing word. Okay. Um, Celine sees the golem next to him. It's concerned. Uh, okay. Ooh, yeah, Mercer's looking a lot better now. Most of most of his aches go away, and he he kind of stops laughing as he looks over and goes, "Ah, thanks." Okay. <laughs> oh, well, he has forty three hit points, and he took twenty six thanks to his explosion, and that's because he made his saves. <laughs> So he could have necessarily killed himself just to Absolutely him. could have, absolutely <laughs> could have killed himself. Lord. Alright, so that's Selena's turn. Yeah. Alright, Esther's turn. Alright. On who? On uh, Mr. Goldie Boy. Remind me, what kind of damage does Mind Sliver do? Psychic. Okay. So they have to make an intelligence saving throw. Make it like, I think it's 11. He rolled a 10. Ha! You're going to take a D4, uh, D6. 2D6. Is a cantrip, right? Yeah. At yeah, 5th level, it gets an extra. Nice. Nice. 2d6, so that's 4, and... Oh, man. It's only 5 points of damage. Nothing but, happens. Huh, what? Nothing happens. They literally... Oh. They're immune to psychic. Oh, crap. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, we learned something. I, I mean, I figured they... Yeah, they're not explosion-proof. Well, They're yeah. machines. They don't use any level of intelligence. Yeah, I can try. Like I said, we learned something. Yeah. <coughs> what the heck is that? Oh. Alright, so that was Esther. Okay. It's their turn again. So, at this point... A single certain somebody has made himself a very yep. big threat. And they both turn to Mercer. 
So you have two golems making two attacks on you. Yep. Yep. You, you knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. First two, for, or the first attacks from the first guy. Uh, both, your AC's still an 18, right? Yep. Yep, they both. First guy completely misses. And the second guy misses. Whoa, hey, ho, whoa. Watch the hair. Watch the beard. <laughs> Holy freaking crap. And it's now uh, Lockdown's turn. And he has come to the realization that these guys are now perfectly lined up with him. They've been perfectly lined up with him. Well, no, this guy was over here the first time. Well, the other guy was too when he gave him Dragon. Yeah, but he didn't have the attack at the time. I know, I know. <clears throat> so. <coughs> Oh, shoot. Those are both bonus actions. I can't do that. Crap. Uh, okay. Um... Yeah, we're going to do something a little different here. <clears throat> he looks over at Mercer and Selene and goes, Might want to cover your ears. Takes a step forward. Sticks his fingers in his ears. And you see him take oh, a crap. deep breath and... <clears throat> and you physically see vibrations in the air as he just does this roaring breath of, like, thundering dragon's breath. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 and they both have to make dex saving throws. Uh, let me double check something here. Okay. Perfect, they don't have any dexterity. <laughs> yes, they both failed by one! <laughs> And they're both going to take... They both go... Oh, no. They don't both go down. This one shatters to pieces that go flying. Not enough to cause damage, but just... And this one, you see pieces of metal just rip off of them. Almost down to the bare skeleton of the, uh, of the, the war golem. Oh, I could use that. No, it's just pieces of steel. No, you said the skeleton. Esther turns to Mercer Selene. Mercer sees and goes, I could use that. Oh, Lord. Esther turns to Selene and goes, I want to have his babies. Gosh. She kind of looks at you and goes, okay. Be my wing woman, please. Oh, my gosh. We'll see how this goes. We got to live through this first. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, but. <coughs> you going to help me out? Yeah, I'm <gasps> persuasive. But oh we gotta look through this first. Thank you. Oh my, God. oh my goodness. All right, so that's uh, his turn. Machine's not on anymore, so back to the top of the line, Zabek. Okay, so we just have to destroy that one in the back. I got this one. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got ooh, it. Ooh, me, me, me. Okay, fine. 
The back's like, well, by all means, then. So she just skips her turn? She's going to hold her action just in case he whiffs it. <laughs> Which action is she holding? Her her first attack, I suppose. I only ask because she's like 15 feet away from this guy. She's going to... Are you going to move up and hold your attack action? Yeah, okay. yeah, let's do that. So 5, 10, 15 to right here in front of it. Good the spot to be. Huh? It's a good spot to be. Yeah, behind Mercer. No, right, right where you're at is perfectly fine. Okay. All right, and then you're holding an attack action. Yeah. So What's I'll... the trigger? The trigger is the thing is still up at the end of his turn. End of whose turn? Mercer's turn. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and that you makes it Mercer's turn. Mercer goes. Look, I can do it too. <sighs> Ice. <laughs> oh. Uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <coughs> uh, they made an eleven. No, it's gonna eat all of it. Yeah. Did I tell you how it's three D six? Yeah, I pulled it up. Okay. Nine points of ice damage. It freezes, and then all the pieces just shatter. Is the skeleton still there? No. Oh. However, now that it's destroyed, where it fell, and Mercer's just like staring at it, like, don't fall, don't fall. Crap. And now he's looking at the wall. <clears throat> He sees um, what distinguishedly looks like five dragonforged armaments setting on the wall. Mine, 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 mine grabs all of them. Okay, so shield, cool mist. Shield off of it. cool mist. Yeah. Um, barrier of ice that increases your AC by five against, one, against your next attack when you activate it. Cool. Um... Amulet Ozone. Ozone. I told you that was defensive. Uh, deals 1d10 lightning damage to the next creature that hits whoever's wearing the amulet. Um, Zabek, here you go. Awesome. Well, what's it again? 1d10 lightning damage when struck, one time use. When you get The next time you get hit, the attacker takes 1d10 lightning. Okay. And then um, it loses the magic. Uh... Uh, be the second arcane engravings that I can't read. Uh, deals an extra 3d6 necrotic damage. I'm sorry, I take it back. Bearer gains 10 temporary hit points when used. Uh, Mercer just go ahead and bam, uses it now. So he gets an additional 10 temporary hit points? Yeah, because he's... He's been getting mollywopped, so he's getting, he's, he's like, screw it, I'm using it now. And then he takes it off and throws it in his bag. Okay. Um, light hammer, uh, insidious whispers. Offensive. As a bonus action, up to three creatures within 30 feet that can see the bearer have to make a DC 13 wisdom saving throw or become frightened for one minute. And then they can repeat the uh, saving throw at the end of the target's turn. Uh, Lighthammer sword. Who wants it? Useless, really, to me. 
It's a one-time use. One-time use. Yeah. Lockdown puts his hammer back in and goes, yeah, I'll take it. There you go. Long sword. Long sword. Anyone? Nope. Might as well just hang on to it. Okay. Did I tell you that the long sword was the same thing? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can't wield the long sword. That doesn't mean you can't use the effect on the long sword. Because uh, it doesn't say you have to be able to wield. The oh, that's right. I can't. I, I, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, no one else really doesn't. It's not really useful to. I mean, he could just grab the long sword as a bonus action, use the effect, and then. Well, yeah, that's why he just he slides it into his belt. Okay. <clears throat> um, Mercer grins and looks at uh, Esther and goes, "I was a good dragonborn." <laughs> Man, why are you oh like this? Oh my gosh. <laughs> She just rolls her eyes. She just like looks at you and just she just like puts her hands up in the air like Come on, you're supposed to wing one in me. After we get out of this. Alright. All wink right. wink. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Boo. I'm pretty sure we uh let's see. How many rounds are we gonna get through this uh um Is there anything else in here that that's other than all the busted war golems, no. Okay, outside of game question, real quick. Okay. Busted war golems. What about them? Does Mercer have a chance to put one together? Possibly. No, man. Let me backtrack here to a different book. Hey, he already he already has Bob Stratus. He put Bob Stratus together. He should at least have some vague idea. Fine. And the fact that he's an artificer and a tinkerer gnome. So, here's what I'm going to say. If you can successfully pull together an investigation check to try to find salvageable pieces, and then can pull off a successful either Arcana check or Dexterity check with Tinkerer's tools, oh, you might be able to build one. Absolutely doing investigation in Arcana. However, here's the catch. It is going to take you a solid hour to do this. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Mercer's gonna go, Celine, come here, real quick, come here. She Locked walks over. looking at you like, buddy, we gotta go. We don't have time. Correct. He just sits there and holds your bag open. And just starts grabbing everything and just chucking it into her bag. Whether it's salvageable or not. As of this moment, he's just grabbing everything and he will sort through the parts later. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> How much weight is that? Uh, 
200 pounds. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah, I'm good. Let's go. And you picked up the equivalent to almost six war golems worth of pieces and parts. Dang. Not saying that they are salvageable. Saying that's no, but why there's so much weight. That, no, that's fine. That means I got I got enough to potentially make one, maybe okay. two if I'm lucky. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Mercer's a freaking pack rat. He hangs on to everything. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> I know. I know. What he needs to get his hands is a portable hole. <laughs> that right there would be the ultimate prison. Throw somebody into a portable hole, roll it up, and just be like, yep, you're coming with me now, buddy. Oh, man. That's horrible. He passed out? That's all right. Mm. Just need the body. Oh, my God. Well, Mercer could do something with it. Eventually. Alignment shift. I mean, because the beautiful thing about the portable hole is, um, ten foot deep, six foot diameter by ten foot deep. Okay, only because it's confusing the crap out of me. We're going to continue to use the green Dragonborn as Esther, because that's which one she's been using. That's right. And we'll use the blue Dragonborn for locked on. Okay. Because it's just... I keep going to grab the one that we were saying was Esther, and then going, oh, wait, no. Hold on. Um, we're going to continue on. All right. Not as soon as you get to right here, you start to hear what sounds like wrenches turning, small hammer taps. Um, almost, you almost think you also heard like one of those oil pump things going kaplunk, 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 kaplunk. <clears throat> as you come around the corner. Uh oh. Do, 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 do. Dang it, I was afraid of that. A malfunctioning trap has caught a disabled war golem. The trap is going to be treated as difficult terrain in a 10 foot by 10 foot zone. So these first four squares right here, you guys looking? Mm -hmm. These first four squares here. Mm -hmm. And the golem itself, um, it ha it's, uh, it was reduced to a pile of convulsing sparking scrap. But you know that's the way you need to go. And you're not sure how to get around it. Hmm. What do you guys do? Look around for an alternate route. Uh, 
question. So if I come up to the corner here, right here. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and I look, I just peek my head out and I look. Is there any like handholds along the wall here so I can just like shimmy myself across? There are pipes, but they're all scolding hot. Mm. Like hot enough that you don't even have to try to put your hand up to it to know that you will burn yourself if you touch it. Hey, guess what? We started selling merchandise. Check out the link in the description below and see what we've got. Um, and there's nothing in the room to, there's like, I mean... <clears throat> <laughs> okay, here we go. So, coming this way and basically jumping to here. So, so basically clearing this space here, five foot, and landing there. So I'm just missing the, the ten foot. So you're wanting to clear this space to land in this space, right? Because there's a square here, a square right there, and there's a square right there. Yeah, so basically it's it's going here to diagonally cross over this five-foot square here mm -hmm. and land there. Okay. I'm going to need an acrobatics check because you are trying to jump over difficult terrain uh, with a semi-active war golem trapped in it. Okay, that's what I was at because I thought it was... Oh, it's semi-active? Yeah, like it... Boom, 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 it's dead. I blow it to pieces. With the force cannon thing? Yeah. It explodes and you take six points lightning damage as it goes <laughs> when you hit it. Man, okay. what Does the trap disable too? Mm-hmm. Well, we can go now. Oh my god. As he just kind of dusts off his clothes because <laughs> he had the ten temporary hit points. Oh took, my god. You know, six of it? Oh, he doesn't take any of it because the temporary hit points absorb it. Does um, that mean you still have four temporary hit points? I do. Oh, okay. Um, is there anything in this room that, uh, that looks That like wasn't it? a room, that was a hallway. Okay, then uh, start to proceed forward. But now, when he goes around the corner, he looks into the room dead ahead of him and he sees a dragonborn working on a very large war golem. I'm gonna let you go use the restroom real quick and then we'll. Okay. So I see him. Mm hmm. Did he. Well, just as you realize it, that's when he goes, boom, done. And this thing comes to life, smacks him out of the way, knocks the scaffolding away, and just starts to. Oh, no. oh crap! No, Mercer runs away. Yeah, we don't wanna mess with this. Bye. Mercer, Mercer comes, uh, <coughs> how tall is the ceiling here? Uh, every area of the ceiling is 20 feet high. How tall is he? The shield golem creature thing? Yeah. It is, uh, let me bring it up here. Hopefully not. We'll... Hopefully taller than 20 feet. He yeah. can't come in. Uh-huh. Um... Well, I mean, he can still reach. 
Yes, but but the fifteen good... feet tall. Gosh dang it! Oh, um, Mercer takes off running back around the corner and goes, uh, "Guys, we got big thing coming!" And then proceeds to. Uh, <laughs> he goes. This is probably not my smartest idea, but uh, we probably want to get around the corner. Um, as go. he reaches into his bag. Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! Lockdown looks at you and goes, "What? What? What is it?" That's your grab. Some giant, some Come giant on. golem, and it's on its way at us. We don't have time to sit here and think. Um, He's gonna do a thing. Come on! Goes, Are you really this scared of stuff? Come on, man! As he snaps his finger, and this energy blade in the shape of a scimitar forms in his hand. Man, stop showing off! I'm not showing off. I'm just Mar- Mercer. Just who stop, I am. Stop. Mercer just sits there and goes, "Have at it." He goes, "All right, you guys all get back here behind me." All right. <laughs> Mercer walks. Yeah, at this point, Mar- Mercer just walks. And he he waits. He he no. Mercer wants to be like in in the. He wants to see what's going down. He wants to be able to stand here and watch it as he gets his butt handed to him. Yeah. Okay. Um, where does Celine stand? Celine's smart enough to stand back there with everyone else, but Mercer's gonna hide down along the edge of the anvil. So like right here. So like back one square essentially. So like right here. basically he's his head's popped out right here. Okay, so he's basically right here watching. Yeah. Okay. As he waits, do, 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 do. waits for this dude to come by and. 5, 10, 20, 25, hang on. <laughs> Let me bring this back up here. Go back to stats. Not, no, that's not what I wanted. Okay. <clears throat> 30 feet. So, right to here. And that's when he walks up to right here and just takes a full out swing at this thing. Now, just as he goes to swing with this energy blade, you start to hear a loud humming sound. It's just like a. Oh man, I am so attracted. Okay, I need this. And I need to get back to this. Where are you at here? Well, I already know that that's not correct. Okay. <clears throat> so he hits it. up taking where is there it is and then it needs to give me a strength check 
Oh, please tell me that actually worked. Please tell me that actually worked. <laughs> it rolled a 14 on a strength saving throw. Yes! <laughs> so you guys see him take this sword. He waits for it to come right around the corner. He swings it, right? Hits it with necrotic and thundering damage, and you see the thing just go blasting back down the hallway 10 feet back to here. Hey. And then Lockdown turns, looks around, and goes, Well, are we going to do this or what? Let's go! Well, go, Mr. Tank. I'll follow behind you. Let's go! <laughs> now we're in initiative. Great. Wow. Bad thing. <sighs> I knew what I was walking into. And that wasn't me being a DM, but damn, that felt good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The joys of stone sorcerers. Mm -hmm. I'm loving this freaking class. This right here is like my is like the five E version of a war mage from 3.5, but with a completely different left set of spells. And I'm just looking at this going, this is what a war mage should have been. <laughs> <coughs> Did Celine get seven? Is it back? The back got a sixteen. Mercer eight. Wow. Esther. Esther got a seven. It's not an episode until somebody burps. <coughs> and uh, I'm going to give it to Celine and Esther because this thing got a 7 as well what is Celine and Esther's dexterities? 12 16 uh, wait yeah 16 okay so Esther will go before Celine but you both will go before uh, the golem so it's going to go Zabak Lockdown uh, Mercer Esther, Celine, and tailing up the end will be the Golem. So, well, I guess I should ask this. Is Zabak, Celine, and Esther going to be in this fight? Because none of them actually saw what happened. They well, only... I mean, they'd hear Mercer go, Okay, go, Mr. Tank. All right, let's go for it. All right, so with that being said, uh, Zabak is first. What's Zabak doing? All right, Zabak is going to rage. I think... Wait, has it been? Have we, we've rested since the last time we raged, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, rage, and she's gonna wait on in there, up next to Mr. Guy. Wait, not gonna rage yet, cause she can't see anything. So she's just gonna move up, 
Alright, the back's got ya. Right to here? Mm-hmm. Or around the corner here? No! I'll stay right there. Alright, what are we working with? He goes, a large modified golem that acts like a shield gull, shield guardian. Reckon we can take it? Uh, well, I just knocked it prone, but it looked like it had something mounted on its chest, too. Mm, I'd be careful. around the corner. You see a, you see this guy, mm-hmm. but currently laying on its back. Mm-hmm. Just, like, the foot's twitching a little bit, and it's going, I think it's broken. No, it's not. Wait. Oh, crap. That's, That's as far as I'm gonna let that go because technically he, it's not supposed to do anything until uh, it's turn. It's turn. Is she doing anything else? Um. <coughs> she's gonna hold her action until it gets within hitting distance. Should should it come to that before the end of this round? Okay. <coughs> uh, so it's his turn. <coughs> he's not feeling too frisky about letting it uh, stay there and he looks over at Zabak real quick and he goes wait a minute how many spells do I have left here I might not be able to do this a second time He's not going to take that chance. Um, he's going to... <coughs> he's going to cast True Strike on himself and take a defensive position. That's all he's going to do. Okay. Just what? I want to make sure I can hit it again. Oh, no, I wasn't saying that out loud. I was just thinking. I wasn't actually thinking. <laughs> okay. Man. Um, Mercer's turn. Uh, let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Hmm. <coughs> How much time would you say it's been since uh, Locked On cast the uh, Dragon's Breath spell on Mercer? It only lasts for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's done. Okay. Um, so this is what Mercer's gonna do. Mercer's going to dash to five feet right in front of Zebek. Mm-hmm. Right here. Yep. And then he's going to bonus action, force cannon. Do you still have it? Mm-hmm. How long does that cannon last? Hour. hour? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then with his last remaining movement, because he can move 50 feet with a dash, mm-hmm. uh, back in. <laughs> okay. So this thing's currently prone. Yep. So that means you have advantage on the attack. Disadvantage because I'm doing ranged. If you if you're attacking something with a ranged spell mm-hmm. uh, that's prone, you have disadvantage on the attack. 
you have disadvantage for attacking something that's prone. Mm-hmm. Because it's technically its profile is smaller than when it's standing. That doesn't sound right. Hang on a second. The creature that is prone has disadvantage on attack rolls, and attack roll against the creature has advantage if the attacker is within five, five feet, feet of Otherwise, the attack roll has to... Oh, wow. Yeah, see? That... Wow. Because essentially, that's the... the Conception is it has a smaller profile because it's laying flat, and so you have a less likely chance of hitting it. Theoretically, see that the if even if you're laying down, if you're not moving, it's a lot easier for me to take that extra second and go. Well, that's that's rules as written. You can change it as the DM. You can do what you want. I kind of want to stick with rules because I've been playing by how the rules are written. Okay, go ahead. I just think that's kind of stupid. <sighs> of course it does. Um, that's going to be a 12 to hit. A 12? Yeah. I rolled a natural 20 and a 3. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, you missed. So I <coughs> blow right by it. Boom! And I'm like, well, boom! And you said you went 10 feet back? Yep. Damn it, Mercer! So right behind the back? Yep, because as far as I can move. <laughs> <coughs> Alright. So then it's Esther's turn. Alright, Esther. Says, what are we looking at, guys? I can't. I can't be... Big, tall, nasty thing. Oh, man. She's gonna. She can't. She's not gonna be able to get. She's gonna, gonna move up behind her paramour there. What? She's, she's just gonna... moving behind uh, locks. Yes. Locked on. Mm-hmm. Lock. Mercer abbreviates. I know. 25. Okay. And that's all she can do. Oh no, we're like... crossing streams. Oh no. She's just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> what happens if we cross the streams? <coughs> Bad things typically happen. I know. So she's gonna wait until she gets a better line of sight. She's gonna hold a magic missile. Until so you... you're holding a spell attack. Yeah. You, you can't hold a specific spell, but you can hold an attack action. I hold, yeah, I hold a spell attack until it comes within sight or the round is over. Okay. Uh, Celine, what is Celine doing? Um, she is. <laughs> Uh, you know what? She's just going to move up uh, behind Mercer at this moment. <coughs> so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 to right here. Yep. <coughs> now, does that force cannon have disadvantage if you attack something within 5 feet of you? Yeah, because it's a ranged spell attack. So, if somebody's prone, you're just damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yep. I mean, I could I can walk directly up to it and be within five feet, so I'd have advantage, so it'd be just a straight roll. I mean, I still, I'd still argue the fact that if you're point blank... Right. Force kitten right on his chest. I can't miss. 
Now, here is the weird thing about the spell. When I first read this, I thought this was a one-time use thing. But then when I read the, uh, went back and read the spell, I was convinced I'd misread it. Because it says duration, one minute requires concentration, right? Mm -hmm. I thought it was a one-time thing because it says the first time you hit with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration... Your weapon rings with thunder that is audible within 300 feet of you, and the attack deals an extra 2d6 thunder damage to the target. I'm sitting here going, so you get to do it one time, but then you got to hang on to the spell for... No, it's for the first attack each round. No, it's the way the way you read is on the... Ver so, you can cast a spell. It will hold up to a minute. Mm -hmm. Anytime within that minute, you're swinging away, you're missing, missing, missing. You come up on that last round, round 10... And you finally connect, it goes off. See, I was reading it because technically that's a paladin spell. Mm -hmm. It's only usable to a sorcerer because there's a stone sorcerer. Correct. I was under the impression because paladins had eventually get an extra attack. Mm -hmm. It was the first attack in that round. Nope. It is basically it's you have put the magic into the attack, and once within that minute, that first connection mm -hmm. is when the spell is expended. So it's, it's not a continuous every round you're swinging that. Because that would make that spell way too powerful. Especially, especially at a first level spell. Mm -hmm. Every round you do it. <coughs> you, you have a, for one minute concentration, you're doing two additional D6 on every melee attack. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be insane. Oh, shoot. What? I shouldn't have been able to do that. What did you do? I used Thunderous Smite with Shadow Blade, and those are both concentration spells. Oh no. I shouldn't have been able to do that. Okay, so that was a mistake on my part. I'm okay, not going to yeah. do that again. And they're both bonus actions, but I didn't cast both of them in the same round. Okay. But yeah, so that's that's the way the spell actually works. It's just, it lasts up to a minute. Until you make contact. At contact, it's expended. Within a minute. Now, I know what I can do is use Shadow Blade with Booming Blade. Because Booming Blade's a standard action spell that you have to make a melee attack with. Yeah. Shadow Blade's a bonus action spell that you cast. Okay. But at the same time, he goes, Mercer goes, I got a longsword, you can use it. I've got a light hammer. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I assume if you can swing that shadow sword, you can swing this long sword. Fair. Maybe in a few minutes. And with an arcana of 23, he's like, and I'm pretty sure that smite would work with this. <laughs> work with this, too. <laughs> more damage. Just saying. <laughs> you oh. try to piss off Lockdown, aren't you? It doesn't take much. <laughs> <laughs> he just has a deep-seated frustration for dragons in general, doesn't he? No, because he does it to Zebek, too. Yeah, true. Yeah, but he hasn't pissed off anybody like he has the dragons. <laughs> Oh, we've been dealing with quite a few of them, so... I mean... 
Alright, whose turn is it? It is... And he doesn't like being called Blueberry. <laughs> yeah, but the only person that calls him Blueberry is the one that knows like, she can get away with it. <laughs> True. For now. <laughs> oh! Celine moved up, right? Yeah. So it's its turn. Hopefully it doesn't have a ton of movement. Uses half to get up from prone. Uses half of its movement to get up from being prone. And then 5, 10, 15. Back to here. Wait a minute. He should have only been back, knocked back 10 feet. So it would have been right here. So 5, oh, yeah, he can still get there. 10, 15. Now he's right in front of you guys. Sucks to be you. <coughs> And, uh, yeah, everybody has to make a dexterity saving throw. No. Yep. I don't want to. Too bad. Mercer's safe. I'm bad at these. <laughs> I'm really bad safe. at these. Well, maybe. What'd you roll? Uh, Mercer got a uh, 21. Yeah, he's fine. Celine got a 18. She's fine. Uh, locked on made it barely. What did uh, Zabak and Esther get? Okay, Esther got a 7. Uh, sorry, 10. That Esther. does not make it. Yeah, I know it doesn't make it. And Zabak's not going to make it either. Okay. So if you didn't make it, you take 14 points fire damage. And if you did make it, you take half of that as this 15-foot cone of flame bursts out of his chest. How much was that again? Uh, if you did make it, it was 7 points fire damage. If you did not make the save, it was 14 points oh fire God. damage. And that was its turn. <coughs> so where are we at? Um, back up at the top of the line, Zabek. All right, that's just rude now. She is, she should have taken half damage still because she's raging. No, I never said I was raging. Well, now she's mad. Rage. That's gonna be a 19 to hit. That's a hit. Yeah, it is. That's gonna be 14 points of damage for my first attack. How much? 14 for my first attack, slashing if you need to know. Okay. For my second attack, that's also gonna hit. Oh, another 14. <clears throat> yep. He didn't like that. Alright, that's it. That's all I can do. Alright. Uh, 
Bakdan's turn. He, uh... True strike last turn. <coughs> so So he, um, let me read up real quick on, let's see here. So he, uh, he's like, well, crap. This is not how I was planning on this going. Uh-huh. Drops the Shadow Blade spell and he goes, uh, yeah, you guys are going to want to back up. Oh, man. Because okay. this is not going to be fun for anybody. Drops the Shadow Blade spell. Holds his hand up. Clenches a fist. And from over here, you start to hear bursts of thunder and lightning. Oh. All three bolts of lightning, as clouds form across the ceiling, hit this back square over here. Oh my. So they're not going to hit anybody. But all three bolts are going to be within five feet of the golem. What's that? And he just holds his hand there with his rod, trying to maintain concentration on the spell. And the golem needs to make three dexterity saving throws. <laughs> That's a fail. That's a fail. That's a success. So, two of the bolts hit him. I need another D10. Just one? Just one. Is that a plastic one? Uh, no, they're all minor metal. Uh, hand me one of hers then. If I use metal on this wooden thing, it's going to dent the crap out of it. Seventeen. <sighs> Crap, math hard. Uh, seventeen and twelve. That's twenty-nine. 29. Yep. 
Bonus action, he casts Misty Step oh, and shit. Vroom, vroom, away. over to here, so he's not right in front of it. Yeah, Esther also moves. It's not Esther's turn yet. On her turn, she's gonna move, man. <coughs> it is Mercer's turn. Mercer is going to bonus action force cannon. Okay. With a, yeah, 26 to hit. That's a hit. That's going to do 10 points of force damage. And then he's going to... Can, er, then as an action, he's going to firebolt. Does a 16 hit. No, that misses. Okay. Um, and then he's going to move 20 feet back. Five, 10, 15, 20 to right here? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know quite what's going on, but he said move. <coughs> Alright. Uh, now it's Esther's turn. Alright, man. She's going to back up to... To where? Um, kind of by Mercer, yeah. So right here? Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20. And then as soon as the back can, she's going to do the same thing. Alright, so is the back's going to have to take a disengage or risk an attack disengage, of opportunity? Disengage, man. Alright, it's not the back's turn yet. Because mm -hmm. she was top of the line, so she already took mm -hmm. her turn. Um, it is Celine's turn. She's going to firebolt. Okay. Actually, you know what? No, she's not. She's going to use spellbook. Yeah, she's going to use a third level spell slot, and she's okay. going to cast heat metal on the golem. Is that a concentration spell? Uh, it is not. Wait. Concentration. Where is it at? Uh, no. How long does it last? One minute. So it just, once you cast it, it just keeps going for a minute, right? Is that what you're saying? Oh, wait, no, it is a, con never mind, I get back, it is a concentration spell. Okay, I was going to say, that's the first time I've heard of something like that before. But, yeah. <clears throat> And she's casting at her level, so 3d8. Yep. So it takes 8 points of fire damage. And it needs to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. How many points of damage did you say? Uh, it was ten. No, sorry, sorry, eight. It was eight. Add two back. All right. 
There's your dice back. I might need that again, though. And then... You said a con saving throw? Yep. That's a 19. Okay. So it won't have advantage on its... Or, or won't have disadvantage on its attacks. Because it's not like it can just drop itself. Right. Um, and then she moves back uh, to the other side of the anvil. Over to here? Over here. So 5, 10, 15. Yep. <coughs> All right, and then it's its turn. Uh, so the only person that's nearby it is Zabak. Oh no! So it's gonna try to uh, gonna try to hit Zabak twice. No. Before you call them out, hold on one second. Need to check something. Player's handbook, bard. I'm going to expend one of my Bark inspirations using cutting word. Okay. And I reduced that attack by three. Okay. Well, I got a fourteen, so now it's a uh, eleven, so it still misses. It's it's not one of those like you can choose, but like it's not like you can be like, it's just like you can choose to use this feature. After the creature makes its roll, but before the DM determines whether the whether the attack or the ability check succeeds, so it's not like I can just be like, mm. okay. So you just have to take a wild shot and guess that. Yeah. And the second attack was a seventeen, so they both miss, right? Mm-hmm. Top of the line is the back's turn. Disengage and run away. And she'll go next to Esther. No, uh, she has to either go behind her or into the hallway. Into the hallway. You said you disengage. Mm-hmm. Just right here to the hallway. Yep. One over. Right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that brings it back to Lockdown's turn. He's still holding that spell. So it needs to make another round of, what was that, deck saving throws or con saving throws? I don't remember. I want to say it was dexterity, but I could be wrong about that. Yep, they were dexterity. That's a definitive fail. That's a fail. That's a fail. Yes! Alright, I need that d10 again. Go ahead. He might very well kill it this time. So, first one. Uh, 12 and 7, 19. 29, so 48. Is that right? 29 and 19? Mm-hmm. 40. 
67, he kills it with the final call lightning spell as it just hit, gets hit with these three bursts of lightning, just <clears throat> and the whole thing just kind of shakes as all this electricity flows through it and just falls to pieces. Oh my. He drops the spell and he goes, I was wrong, that thing was way worse than I thought it was, and I need to rest. I'm tired. <coughs> so you guys are out of initiative. Marsha oh runs over to it. I trot. I trot over. <laughs> Starts to collecting parts. Esther trots over to what's his nose and set and kind of carefully puts her hand on his upper arm. Are are you are you okay, man? He takes your arm off him. He goes, "I'm fine. I just want to lay down for a minute. I need to rest." Um, does Mercer try to put the golem's parts into his bag or into somebody else's bag? Uh, he's probably going to have to split it depending on his weight. It is 600 pounds. Yeah, he has to split it. Okay. So he puts, <coughs> he puts half in his and he puts half in Celine's, bringing Celine's up to almost capacity. Okay. So at this point, Lockdown comes back around the corner, looks at the four of you, and he goes, My mistake. No worries. Goes and trots on past him into the other room. We've been in worse scrapes. Into this man. room? Yep. All right. As you walk in there, you realize it is a lab used to develop new models of war golems. The room is open, with scattered tool kits and empty supply crates dotting the area. Schematics, parts lists, calculations covers, and workbenches. All documents. <laughs> Straight into my bag. <coughs> Solid five pounds worth of Don't papers. Don't care. Well, well worth five pounds of, of documentation. Uh, a heavy rigging device hangs from the ceiling. Dangling chains and cables used to hold golem frames while under construction, which is now partially damaged due to that particular golem breaking out of it. Yep. Uh, the center of the chamber is dominated by... No, it's not. Never mind. Because that thing broke out of it. Okay. <clears throat> Mercer looks around. Does he see any quote-unquote armaments? Amulets, shields, weapons, anything that looks like it would be usable um I mean he's scouring he does find um a heavy duty arcane power source that looks like it's used for some sort of a resonator um inside one of the chests how much is it weighing Uh, 20 pounds. He puts it in his bag. 
Uh, you also notice that the chest that it was in looks like it was originally uh, enchanted to be trapped, but looks like it was damaged in the process of the golem coming out of the room. Okay. And that's it. That's all you find in there. What about on that dude? On the dragonborn guy? Yep. Uh, you find a basic war axe, uh, 12 gold, and leather armor. 12 gold, you say? Mm-hmm. Well, and what type of armor was it? Leather armor. It's a back. Yeah. Come here. All right. I don't think Open I... your bag. You got it. I take it back. You do find one armament sitting under a table. Looks like somebody was trying to hide it. Okay, uh, 14 on my check. To figure out what it does? Yep. Alright. I throw the war axe and the leather in Zebek's uh, bag. Okay. Very good. There's that back. It is a mask. Uh. <clears throat> Um, unlike the masks you guys have found in the past, this mask, and for future reference, every other mask you find moving on is going to function like this as well. Um, it, it also is engraved with arcane sigils. Uh, give me evens or odds? Evens. Mm-hmm. It is offensive. This mask is used in the form of a breath weapon to deal an extra 3d6 necrotic damage. When you use that effect, you heal for half of that damage. That is done as a bonus action, 15 foot cone, and a DC 13 dexterity saving throw against the effect. He walks over and sticks it on Zebek's face. Oh. <laughs> Actually, actually, you know, I take it back. He walks up to his back. Lean down. Oh, boy. Lean down. That's so. Then sticks it to her face. <laughs> oh, Lord, what's this mask do? So, you get to be a dragon now. Yay. <laughs> you know what the funniest part is about this whole thing? I didn't come up with any of this. It was all So we've got about 20 minutes left. Do you guys want to try to go to the next room? Sure. Well, actually, you know what? Speed round. Third third, third spell slot from uh, Celine, Lehman's Tiny Hut. Right. We rest. Mm-hmm. Which room do you guys want to rest in? That one. This room? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Because basically what it does is it prevents anyone from getting to us. Right. Yeah. Now, does that act like a shield as well? Like they can't penetrate? The yeah, room? I only choose who can pass through it. That's the nice so thing. So there is a potential chance somebody tries to walk into that room and just runs face first right into that thing. Yeah. Okay. So I could easily see you guys in that room and all of a sudden uh, somebody tries to walk in there and it's like, what the? Fr- Why can't I walk in here? Because yeah, it creates a 10-foot immobile radius dome of force around the, you know, around me. And the spell ends if I leave the area or eight hours. Um, 
nine creatures, medium size or smaller, can fit inside the dome with you. <coughs> and um, uh, creatures and objects within the dome, when you cast a spell, can move through it freely. All other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Um, spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. The atmosphere inside the you know is comfortable. Um, and basically, I can choose the how lit it is. You know, neither dimly lit or dark inside the dome, and the dome is opaque from the outside. And I can choose the color. Um, it is so I make the the color scheme as close to the you know the area as possible. Right. So, for flavor sake, we're going to say any objects that would be partially or halfway in when you cast that spell, at that point where it's penetrated through the thing, mm -hmm. is, like, destroyed. So, you see parts of scaffolding and stuff all just fall to the floor. That's fine. And so, when that spell drops, you're going to see an outlined area where anything had broke, as if something had been there. Sure, mm -hmm. that's fine. Um, and then it's transparent from the inside, so we can see out it. Right. It's like one of those you can see out, but they can't see in sort of Correct. thing. Where is that map at? Okay. Uh, boom. Okay. And we that gives us our time to rest and get all of our spell slots back mm -hmm. and heal. Mm-hmm. Okay. <coughs> Oh, that's what... The, okay. There was a small side note that when you guys come across it, I can tell you about it, but I was trying to figure out where these areas were at, and I couldn't for the life of me figure it out until now. All right. So... Um, at the end of the eight hours, the spell drops. Everybody's like, okay, perfect. Moving on? Yeah, carry on. Okay. Let's go. So as you guys come through this door here, no, I don't want that. Uh, I need to do this. Um, I'm going to roll a d20 real quick. Once again, all the noise going on. Oddly enough, this insurrection has been going on nonstop for the past eight hours. Oh, despite the fact that you guys have rested. Okay. There's a lot of kobolds that work in here, so they're on rotational teardown. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um Rest. Okay. Did thing go back? It did. Perfect. Okay. Um, you get into. So we're we doing lockdown and Zabak first. Yeah, he wants he wants to be Mr. Tanky Tank. So let him be Mr. Tanky Tank. He's a stone sorcerer. Hey, we don't know that. Mm -hmm. 
No, but you've also never seen a sorcerer like that before. Correct. So that's why I, it's one of those, like, you want to get on the swing melee? You go, you go up front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <coughs> um, I don't have to worry about dying. <laughs> you, you hear, once again, you hear the sound of tinkering echoing from this room. But it doesn't sound as, like as chaotic as it was in here or in this room back here. Okay. You also see a hidden door here that slides open a little bit. Cobalt sticks his head out and he goes, You guys alright? You need to rest? Doing good so far. Okay, well, well if you feel like you need to rest, come back to one of these rooms and I can let you rest here once, but just once, otherwise we risk getting detected. How many rooms are around here like this? Uh, there's at least two safe rooms in this area. I, I haven't been to the other half of the factory that I, that I know of. Where's the other one at? Um, it should be. The room itself is adjacent to mine, but the entranceway is on the other side Perfect. of the factory. Cool. Because you guys sure you're good? Yeah, we we actually just rested up. Uh, Lehman's tiny hut. Little mo- little self-protective dome. Gotcha. Oh, but good to know. That reminds me. He grabs something and hands it out to you. Is it an armament? Yep. What do you know? 14 on the nose again. <laughs> Double threes. I don't know why I rolled a d20. I did not need a d20. Another shield. And stained green and pitted. Next creature to hit the one holding the shield is poisoned until the end of their next turn. Anyone want this? If you, someone gets hit, well, hit, well, like if you get hit with this, it'll poison them. Yeah. It'll last for a round. Then becomes useless. Are you using the other shield? Yes, I am. Okay. Lockdown looks over at the back and goes, You can use shields, can't you? Oh, for sure. Have at it. Thanks. I'm assuming these other three don't. Well, the short guy there can use shields, but I don't think the other two ladies do. Okay. As Selene cast Mage Armor. <laughs> and then he shuts the door and goes back into his room. Um, Mercer's gonna sneak past real quick and peek in there. Into this room? Yep. So are you trying to stealth in I there? I am. Okay. So I need a stealth check. Twelve. Uh, yeah, you beat him. Okay, cool. So I peek my head in. What do I see? You see a decently dressed kobold in basic leather pants and a white shirt with an apron on and some sort of weird-looking goggles, and you immediately think of Bolo. As you see this guy kind of just going... Almost... Not quite... So I uh, 
generate my force cannon. Mm-hmm. Brender foe. He stops and goes. It, like he holds it midair, turns and has a wide-eyed look on his face. Brender foe. Of who? Who do you work for? I'm forced to work for Pyre, but not by choice. So if I say, you know, join the resistance, you'll join? Please, really? You two? Who are you? Can I at least turn around? Slowly. So he... You see him hold the two things up. He's got some weird-looking brass colored. It kind of looks like a lantern almost. Yeah. He takes the tool and two fingers, sets the tool down, takes this weird-looking gizmo thing, sets it down on the table where you can see it, holds his hands up, turns around, and you just see a bunch of tools on him. Guys, guys, come in here. All right, all right, all right, all right. What is it? We got, we got this. It looks like a... Potentially a tinker or an artificer or something. I mean, I'm intrigued, but at the same time, I don't trust him. Well, nor should you. And as soon as Lockdown walks in, he puts his hand on your arms and goes, Knock it off. Hi, Ormix. How you doing? Uh, Friend? Um, of mine. As he walks up, shakes hands. What you working on? Mercer runs up into the other corner. What you working on? Actually, Mercer is, is going to sit there and try to discern if he knows what he's making. Let's see. Do I have advantage? No, I don't have advantage. I have... Uh... Yeah, okay. Uh, Arcana of a 14. Do I know what he's making? Um, actually, I guess technically it's a history. Sorry. History on what he's making. This is this is my own work. Now what what? So I can't figure it out with the fourteen. No, because <clears throat> you're not familiar with uh, um, dragon rot artificing. You're familiar with artillerist artificing. But I can tell it's art. It's it's an artificer type thing. Yes. Uh, Mercer's all like. What does it do? What does it do? You got you, you can't just leave me hanging. You gotta let me know what it does. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even look at Mercer, and he just looks up at Lockdown. And he goes, "So what is going on out there? Is it just more work?" And Lockdown's like, "No, they're revolting against Pyre." And he goes, "Oh well, you guys have fun." Turns around, puts his goggles back on, starts going back to work on it. I'll try again. Okay. <laughs> As I almost break the bell. Uh, 17. 17. You know it's. it looks like some sort of a uh, 
it, it looks like it should be some kind of a power source but given the components being used it looks like it's a very weak power source that should be acting a lot stronger but isn't oh so you, the power source of some type uh, it looks like it should be stronger but uh, it's not putting on he stops puts a wrench in your face he goes you mind your own business Hey, this man. is he's my just... work. Esther comes over, man. He's just trying to help you. Be cool. I won't hit your friend. Don't, man. <clears throat> Lockdown puts his hand on Ormix's shoulder and says, Buddy, we could really use some help. And he goes, What? You're not even going to get, even if there is a revolt going on, you're not getting past the shield in Pyre's Forge. Mercer looks at him and goes, I can deactivate it. Was really? You have an energy resonator? Yes, yes I do. No, what you just showed me was a piece that goes to an energy resonator. I'll make one. <laughs> He'll do it too, man. He takes a quick look at his notes and he goes, puts his back down, face down, and he goes, tell me how you're going to do it. I make a... Uh, You're doing this at disadvantage. Uh, what, Arcana? Mm-hmm. 19. Well, you use this thing with this thing and that thing and that thing to do this and that, and it is this. And I just look him straight in the eyes. And, and then he turns like, around yes. and he goes... But you're missing this, and that needs to connect to this, which you don't have the pieces for that, so you need to connect this with that, so I, and you don't have any of those parts, so I, I'm the I, one that created those I parts. I pull out my notebook, and I'm writing all this down. Now I know how to fix it. Yeah. You don't so, have those parts, though. Yeah, but I can get them. Yeah. I found that. I'm assuming I can find them outside everywhere else around here as I tear this whole place <coughs> apart. I'll tell you what. Maybe we can come to an understanding here. I'm listening. You bring the parts to me. Let me build it, and I can put together the energy resonator that'll help you get past the vault shield. I can help. I'll let you assist. Deal. <laughs> I need that part first. In good faith. He pulls that out attaches it to a piece that looks like the little lantern should have gone into and you start to see it just glow and he goes alrighty grabs a piece of paper pulls out a list and goes now I need this I need this I need this I need that I need this I need that I need this that 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 there you go perfect I will Got be right here deal out of my room out of my lap I scurry off <laughs> Whoa, man. and locked on just looks back at the other three and goes anybody else figure out what the hell just happened no. Celine just kind of looks at him and goes it's tinkering stuff as she goes, you know, does like the whole little magical fingers thing and uh, goes, it's what he does. Well, beside that and blowing things up. He looks back at Ormus and goes, let's go. Celine just slowly turns around and follows off as Mercer goes <laughs> on his tangent. <laughs> All right. So this is a side note thing for you. The Volt Shield. Um, normally you would have found out about this from one of the safe houses, but because you guys did the 
uh, Lehman's tiny hut thing, mm-hmm. I had to improvise. Improvise heavily. Um, what he does have written on the paper is that a second arcane power source, like those found in the experimental golems, will be in the golem lab, which is the well. No, I'm sorry, that's the piece you just handed him. Um, but I need two of them. No. You just needed the one. Okay. So the golem lab was where the big unusual golem was at. Yeah. Um, He says he needs dragon salts out of the kitchen, a dozen ingots of pierced silver from the jewelry forge, and a mithril extruder tube in the amber extruder room. That's what's on the list. And with that, he can build his catalytic energy resonator. Dragon salt... Say it again. Dragon salts from the kitchen. A dozen pure silver ingots out of the jewelry forge. And a mithril extruder tube from the amber extruder. Cool. Got it. With that, he can build his catalytic energy resonator, which will help you get past the vault shield. I rolled a 15 on the other dice. I rolled an 11 and a 15. For what? On that check to see if I could build it on my own. <laughs> so with the 15, that would, have, that would have put me at a 23. <laughs> Mercer, for the first time ever, has nearly met his match in Tinker. <laughs> oh, man. Key turn. Nearly. I, can, I still surpass him. No. That's how Mercer visions it. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.